0: Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303 292 9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.
1: That's good advice, John. You need to hear <laughs> that type of stuff.
2: I, I try, you know, we try to give you useful yeah. information that can give you the insights you need for your life, but also. Tell you about technology, what you need to know. Jaymore Tech Talk Show, where we answer questions about technology, explain the way they should work, and why they don't sometimes. Well, hey, everybody. It is John Seymour, serial entrepreneur here, and welcome once again to another amazing episode of the Jaymore Tech Talk Show. Marcus, we are on the last... Friday of January. It's great to have you here, by the way. You look great as always. Thank you. Um, I don't know. Where did this month go? Yeah, it's
1: like we were in a dream and we woke up and it was a new day.
2: I remember (laughs) saying Happy New Year to you. Yeah, I do. Just a day or two ago, right?
1: Yeah, it was like a second ago.
2: (laughs) And, you know, January kind of flew by. Um, We're getting some really frigid temperatures here. Uh, I heard we're going to have seven. We had six today. We had like 16 and I just wish it would kind of balance out a little bit. This is that pipe freeze weather. So ladies and gentlemen, if you have pipes uh, and you have any outdoor equipment, make sure you check on uh, those places, especially if you have heaters, I always recommend leaving them on all the time, uh, whether you're in condos, et cetera, or uh, utility places, make sure they're on because and check to make sure they're running because if they're not working, People say, I want to turn them off because it's going to save a little bit of money. But those few cents, if your pipe breaks, well, you're going to have more headaches. Like you're not going to have a warm shower and (laughs) you're going to have a few bills, like pipes to fix.
1: That's good advice, John. You need to hear that type of stuff.
2: (laughs) I try, you know, we try to give you useful information that can give you the insights you need for your life, but also... Tell you about technology, what you need to know, and what you should stay away from. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you, um, we have been talking about the infamous 5G, right? Mm-hmm. For a while, right? But did you know that 5G is not new?
1: Wow. You know, that's news to me, John. And I think the audience is really appreciating hearing that news flash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um so uh h- how do I know that so a couple things first of all I am a licensed ham um with a um a tech license and uh, I'm happy to say that uh just a few days ago on the 23rd that I actually uh, after studying got my general um so what that basically gives me is the keys to the kingdom so I could talk almost anywhere around the world and uh really happy about that. And uh, ham radio is amazing. But so why do I bring this up to you? So mm-hmm. um, in the ham radio world, okay, uh, and some of that has come out from other hams. And by the way, the military is even on ham radio. Uh, they're mm-hmm. on specialized frequencies and channels. But, you know, the, the reason I say this is that 5G was something. They didn't call it 5G. They called it something else. I'm not sure what they called it but it existed 10 15 or more years ago and uh, the uh, FCC uh, the federal um, you know the the federal uh, communications um, people which I'm sure you guys know um, Federal Communications Commission actually banned uh, amateur hams from doing 5g communication impressive and
1: i i immediately started thinking about quad clam as you were talking
2: (laughs) it's uh it's 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 a small world and you know the funny thing is not to get too much into radio but i had uh you know just took my test a few days ago now i'm studying for my extra which will be and by the way you can get your license and it's good forever you don't have to pay anything to renew it it's good for 10 years Wow. As long as it's not revoked and go back online, it's good. Uh, so I got my tech five years ago and I got to play a little bit. For those of you who don't know, I'm also involved in, a, involved in emergency management. And uh, that kind of opened the doors for me wanting to learn that and now going to study to become an EMT. Uh, it's beneficial to have this because not all emergency people have uh, a ham radio license. And just to let you know, you can listen on any ham radio channel that you'd like, but. You may not speak on any of those channels unless you're a licensed FCC ham radio operator. Now, people say to me, John, well, what if I want to say something and you're around? So there is a provision that as long as you didn't have a license and it wasn't revoked, you can, as a third party, if the operator, myself, wherever it is, allows you to transmit a message of moral or personal character it is permitted. So um by the way the ham is not used for selling anything it is all free.
1: Wow. That's that's a real fun fact and I think the audience is going to appreciate being able to leverage that.
2: So why I'm bringing this up Marcus is that so 5G started many years ago. And it was called something else. And the FCC said, nope, you guys can't do it. It's too noisy, which basically means there's too much interference coming. From. Right. Now, um, something very interesting, as you guys know, we have LT, we have four, we have five, and even working on six, unfortunately. And so um, when we got into like the four where we were talking about CDMA. Okay. And mm-hmm. what the heck is CDMA? Have you ever heard of CDMA before?
1: Yes, I have. Okay, and I can never remember the acronym, what the acronym stands for.
2: So, um, if I had to ask anybody, what what does uh, CDMA stand for in this? In, I'll call it in the cell phone data world because it's really the cell and data. World. It stands for Code Division Multiple Access. GSM That's stands for fault. GSM stands for Global System for Mobiles. And if you remember, there was the whole thing that, you know, whether you're getting GSM, CDMA, and some Mm -hmm. carriers didn't support uh, GSM, if you remember that. And so um, they were saying you want to get GSM because it was easy to transfer your phone and all kinds of things like that.
1: Yeah, and I I remember being overseas in Iraq, and if you didn't have a GSM, you was not going to be able to call out.
2: Right. You didn't want to have to deal with SIM cards and stuff like that. So you had the GSM, so it was able to just be able to be added to your to your plan uh, very Same. easily. And so GSM actually was in Europe before it was here in the United mm-hmm. States. But why do I bring this up? So um, CDMA is in the lower markets, which is we're talking about the, the three and the four uh, technology. When we get into five technology, guess what? Did you know that 5G is not on the towers?
1: Hmm, that's interesting where could it be
2: <laughs> so in many towns what they're doing now is they yeah. um are putting boxes up below the cable and telephone lines if they run you know like okay. you see the poles and about every two to four feet there are these little boxes they put up all right and that is your um basically that that is the communication point uh, that acted like the tower so that's your transmitter and your receiver acting just like the tower. Now, that's why uh, this happened to me a few months ago. I was traveling on one road in Franklin Lakes, and it would always drop by call like 98% of the time. Mm-hmm. And it was always when the weather was bad or sometimes that the weather is nice. It didn't matter. And you talk, and I'm like, okay, you only have about 60 seconds and the call is going to drop. Why? Well, because I'm on that road. You know, when I make the turn, well, I'm almost at that street. I'm about right. maybe 32nd of street. It's going to drop. If it does, you know, we'll just call you back when I get to the end. Oh, okay. So I noticed something back around, I don't know, maybe December. Mm-hmm. In early October, November, they had these unmarked trucks. They were in our mm. towns, okay? And they were hired by the, the cell phone carriers. And the interesting thing about them is they're, getting the cheapest contractor at the lowest bid. So (laughs) they're putting in the cheapest equipment, the cheapest quality to build the cheapest infrastructure. And so it was around December time that I went to use my phone. I'm like, huh, something interesting happened. I didn't get disconnected. I wonder why that is. They didn't put any more towers up. It's because they started installing 5G transmitter receiver modules. On the, on the poles putting like right basically every so many feet right and so that's where your 5g is and that's why the cell phone companies want to shut down 4g because it's costing them a lot of money yeah. to keep those towers running
1: <laughs> exactly i can imagine what they're raking up on calls and it would make a lot of sense to just switch over to 5g but what's stopping them right now
2: okay very good point so They've done this in a lot of places, as I mentioned, a lot of towns. And so uh, AT&T and Verizon are delaying the 5G near U.S. airports. Mm. So we talked about this on another show that the 5G network and the five right around the five point. I think it's one, two, three or the five. Uh, yeah, 5.123 is right around the range of it in the 5G band that actually is. um saying that it can cause interference to airplanes, specifically the altimeters. Okay. The altitude as we mentioned before, is that very sophisticated, expensive device on the airplane that tells the pilot how to land that very heavy piece of metal safely on the ground because they need to know whether they're at 10,000, 20,000, 50,000 feet. That could be All a right. big problem, right?
1: Instantly. That could be devastating.
2: Yeah, it's a safety concern. So now they have put a ruling in place for the moment that it's going to forbid 5G wireless networks within two miles of a runway. Oh. The airline industry has warned that the new network would allow consumers much faster internet access, but it could interfere with the sensitive airplane instruments like the Alta limiters. And might seem to cause some issues with the uh, visibility of operations on the plane's control system. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I want to quote here, when they asked the airlines a while back, will 5G be implemented everywhere in the country except within approximately two miles? Or for those that are uh, from Europe, 3.2 kilometers of the airport runways at some key airports? What do you think they said?
1: They gave a mixed bag of the answer.
2: (laughs) So I want to quote something uh, (laughs) that was actually said in The Guardian, and I quote, AT&T and Verizon say, they say now, listen to this, their equipment will not interfere with aircraft electronics and that the technology is being safely used in many other countries. Both companies confirmed to The Guardian they were voluntarily limiting the deployment near certain airports. Baloney.
1: I w- you you know what? You just took the word out of my mouth, John.
2: <laughs> Volunteer my whatever. <laughs> yeah. So people said, people said that 5G is the newest generation of cellular networks. That mm-hmm. is true. But for any of you that are a ham radio operator, you'll understand that, um, and without to get too much into radio here, Uh, we have what we call upper side band and lower side band. So there's different numbers. But the funny thing about radio is that when you talk about bands that are actually what we would think are lower, they're higher. Hmm. Okay. If we talk of bands like 160, 80, they're lower. They just reversed. I don't know why they did that, but they did that. So a while back they said, well, you know, you can have all the bands uh that are in this number and then you know we'll just give it away because you know nobody needs them and you know you guys can have them you can do anything so they gave it away to the amateur and said you know we don't really care about them but what they didn't realize marcus is that the 1.25 meter band which is supposedly a very that number seems to be small it's very high Hmm. it has the ability of communicating very very quickly Hmm. a 1.25 uh meter band As speeds of 56, um, basically 5,600 baud. Wow. Okay. So remember, this whole thing about them saying uh, that, um, you know, there was nothing to do with with this and they didn't care. um, This is where a lot of your frequencies are being used, but they didn't think there was any benefit to them. So they gave mm-hmm. them all away and nobody seems to be mattering it. But it's funny. Uh, you know, when we talk about these things like the five, uh, you know, um, gigahertz band, and the, they are really getting into some territory that could affect a lot of people. The FCC, Marcus, already knows this. Yeah. And that's why they have forbidden hams to do um, um, 5G communication. Again, they didn't call it 5G, Mm -hmm. but it's very interesting, you know, how it works. I mean, as we know, cable's been around for a while, 50 and 70, uh, 5 ohms, 50 for towers and 75 for your cable at home. So radio is not new and wireless is not new. It's just they rebranded it, put into a new package and, oh, it's new technology. It's not. When you deploy a 5G network or higher, um, there's a lot of things that can come off that network. Um, There's there's some radiation and there's a period of time, but also it's extremely noisy. That's the real reason. Mm -hmm. And so we got a big safety concerns for airports and who knows whatever else we have safety concerns for.
1: Yeah, you'd never know, and I don't think they studied enough to find out what are the long-term effects.
2: So they claim that they have it in 40 other countries. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah. I want to quote again. The telecom companies have pointed out that there have not been any accidents in other countries where 5G is operational and American airlines regularly fly to those countries. That's still not enough to convince me. No. So what's everybody making such a big stink about? Verizon and AT, AT&T had initially planned to launch 5G uh, not too long ago, right? Yep, last December. But the rollout has been delayed until the beginning of January because of the concerns of the aviation industry. Well, we're in January now. It's rolling out, but mm-hmm. they're having some, as they say, voluntary Um, restrictions um, for no meaning other than they just feel they're going to not do it. See, that just doesn't wash with me. No. So they both talked about reducing the strength of their 5G around airports and helipads. We didn't even talk about helicopters. That's another problem. Uh, At the lower power levels nationwide, but here's the thing, Marcus, they've only agreed to do this for six, the first six months. Oh, wow.
1: I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like the sound of that either. Uh, what, what, why do you think that is? What, what is, I want to quote
2: the CEOs of 10 passenger cargo airplanes, Delta United and Southwest. And I quote, warned that 5G would be more disruptive than they originally thought because dozens of large airports that were to have buffer zones to prevent interference with af- aircraft would still be subject to flight restrictions announced by the FAA. Hmm. The CEOs have asked that 5G be bared within two miles of the runway. Interesting how the um, cell phone carriers said that they have voluntarily agreed to... uh... (laughs) That don't
1: sound like much volunteering to me, John. It sounds like more negotiation going on. Yeah, it's a negotiation.
2: The thing is, if they admit that it's a problem... Now that's going to put Verizon or whoever the carrier is, uh, T-Mobile or whoever, it's going to put them on a hot seat. So by them volunteering, they're saying there's no problems. Remember, if they stop it and they admit it, now there could be a problem. And if there's a problem down the few, in, down the road, that could be a serious issue, right?
1: Yeah, imagine all the lawsuits that have come out of that and all the mudslinging in the press.
2: Yeah, I, I see this becoming a big problem. And just what I told you about – you know, networks uh, with these companies in, in your neighborhood, if you check around and you, if you, have, you haven't seen the trucks already, I mean, you'll know if you have five junior network uh, and in, in your area. And chances are you probably do have it. And if you have poles, it can sneak it up there very quickly and easily. Yeah. But you didn't realize how noisy it was. And by noise, we don't mean sound. We mean disturbance to other um, uh, magnetic infrastructures. Uh, in the um, wonderful world that we live in. So that's definitely um, a problem. And so we'll keep you posted on that, but I just thought it was interesting that they have voluntarily. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you might want to use that with big quotes, bigger quotes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So um, another interesting thing in the news, uh, there's a shortage of lithium for electric vehicle batteries. Have you heard about this?
1: Yeah, uh, this is becoming a, a rapid growing problem, especially as they want to grow the production of electric vehicles.
2: Yeah, so there's a global supply shortage of the metal and the Western countries racing to bring on new mines to compete with China. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is a problem. Uh, lithium is uh, produced from hard rock or brine mines. And Australia is the world's biggest supplier with production from the hard rock mines. Argentina, Chile, and China is mainly producing it from salt lakes. So a little bit different there. Yeah. And uh, lithium carbonate prices have kind of rocketed up to really off the chart highs uh, in this past year due to the strong demand from the Chinese battery makers. Wow. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) So if you need to get a battery for your car, uh, expect to play a little more money. Or if you need to get one of those batteries for your, you know, your key fob or something, expect to pay a little bit more money.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, this is going to cause some real shaking in the sheets for those who need lots of this
2: exactly it's a problem so China's hoping yeah they're always hoping <laughs> uh to meet charge demands of, of 20 minutes a slot plus EVs by the end of 2025. Wow
1: Yeah, so it looks like we got a lithium race going on here, almost.
2: Yeah, and 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 who's going to get it first, and who's going to be charging more? It's almost going to be like extortion, the way I see it.
1: It is, and whoever can control these mines and outprice everyone else, yeah, they're going to be the giant.
2: Yeah, so but we're trying to get some more online, but the question is, are we going to be able? To hold them back for what we need, or are they going to sell them off to China or another country because they're making more money off of them? That's the real question, Marcus. Are we going to do what's right for our country, or are they going to do what's right for their pocketbook?
1: Yeah, and at at the rate that the global economy is going, I think they're going to go the latter. I think
2: (laughs) (laughs) they're going to take it from the highest bidder, kind of like that guy did with the masks, the N95 masks. They they had a raid, obviously, by the government, but he was selling them for some awful price, like, I don't know, 10 times what the mask cost. And the other guy who took, uh, I think it was um, laptop cameras because they realized there was going to be a big demand for those. Um, You know, the webcams from several the companies. And if, let's say, the camera cost $190, well, that same camera was $990. Oh, man. So I get we need to make a profit, and there's nothing wrong with making a profit. But I don't think extortion is legal in any country.
1: (laughs) No, it's not. And and just gripping the government by by their... Wherever you want to, you want to say, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. We know what you mean. <laughs> it, it's not fun either. It's not. It's no fun.
2: No, uh, it, it's it, no
1: fun to have to be a part of this uh, this thing that's happening in our world right now.
2: And you know, when we talk about our world, the new world as we know is called. Mm-hmm. They call it Meta, but again, Facebook Meta, the Meta world where everything is kind of digital and interactive and AI. Well, Facebook, Meta, whatever, float your boat to what day you want to call them for which day that is. <laughs> uh, they are remove the Iran based fake account targeting Instagram users in Scotland.
1: Hmm.
2: That's an interesting, and I think the reason they're going after Scotland is because Scotland is a it's a hidden money capital. People hmm. want to put money away. Uh, they don't really have to pay attention to the U.S. rules. They, It's kind of like a don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. And uh, Scotland's more than happy to cooperate with people that uh, just want to quietly place their money there.
1: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense why Facebook meta would take up for them. Uh, makes a lot of sense. It's
2: a lot of sense. But my question is with doing this type of thing. Is this just the beginning, right? Is it just Scotland? Is it going to be other places?
0: Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.
1: what we do know is that facebook slash meta they have (laughs) their pick and choose days of who they have interest in supporting
2: it's funny it looks like one day marcus they want to help the world and be that good samaritan and other days they're just looking to grab everything they can to be alive they're not a company that i would ever trust
1: no, I can imagine the body backs that's like lined up in the in the back somewhere headed to the waist.
2: They, they would basically say whatever they need to say to get out of trouble. I think we can all agree with that. And yes. we've learned that from the wonderful whistleblower that we had. And maybe there'll be more that comes forward. Who knows? But I think a lot of people, Marcus, um, they're not stand-up people. They're pretty much okay. I'll give you this, and you'll be quiet. Well, no, I'll give you this, and you'll be quiet. You'll give me three times, and I'll be quiet. Okay, we'll give you three times, and then you'll be quiet. Mm -hmm. I mean, people can be bought so easily, Marcus. That that's what disappoints me.
1: Yeah, it's very disappointing. I agree with you.
2: So I have to keep an eye on on Meta and Facebook, but I am happy that they at least did remove uh, those accounts and. So now they're trying to get a lot of great press from that. It's like they do one thing that's good. They like they cuddly want to, you know, they want to blow that horn. And I was always told in in my religion and and we're not going into religion. But, you know, if you if you want to give to the poor or if you want to help people out, you know, don't go blowing a trumpet in the street. Hey, I just gave everybody in the poor. I bought everybody food today. Do it in secret. And what is done in secret will be repaid in secret whoever you believe your creator is and whatnot. But um, interesting, interesting thing. Uh, Talking more about the uh, economy and the growth, General Motors is doing something pretty interesting, I have to say.
1: Yeah. If you've been to an auto show lately, you would have found out.
2: Probably online because we're not going in person. <laughs> <laughs>
1: of course. You got to add that in there.
2: Uh, General Motors is uh, about to deliver their electric SUV, Cadillac Lyric, to customers in just a few months. So I'm thinking that I'll probably be before the end of the quarter.
1: As I look at this thing, it's a pretty slick ride too, John. It's, it's, it's definitely Cadillac style. I like it.
2: It is. It's trying to take some lines from a Tesla. You notice that? I can see the way the doors are. I don't know if the handle is the same way, but yeah. Um, you know, it's it's kind of contoured very similar to some of the lines of the Tesla. And I think they were going for that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> why not why why break something that's already working just just steal it, right?
2: <laughs> right. But we're not seeing and they only have to change one thing, Marcus, and then suddenly it's, you know, it's It's not anything protected anymore. They can just change one thing in the formula, and now, well, it's not part of the patent anymore. (laughs) So when we talk about other countries, which we do all the time, Mm -hmm. um, we don't really talk about Italy too much, do we? No, you don't. Or France. No, I'm going to (laughs) talk about them today. (laughs) Italy's antitrust recently recalculated Apple and Amazon fines after a material error.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, this is newsworthy.
2: That just kind of blows me out of the water.
1: Mm. Are you sure that they recalculated and that they didn't get a phone call and say, hey, if you do this for us, uh, maybe next time?
2: No, Italy, I don't think is like that. It's about an antitrust regulation, they say. So that's pretty tight. They can't really play games with antitrust. Hmm. And so, uh, and you know, Italy, I have to say, France too, they really try to keep their noses clean. They really don't like to get it the slight bit dirty. If they blow their nose, they uh, pretty much want to use a, um, a tissue, uh, even if they have uh, slight moisture around their nostrils. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what goes on. And to see, you know, what happens.
1: Yeah, it is. I, I'll be definitely looking forward to it because we do know that Amazon and Apple, along with uh, their other buddy, uh, Facebook, they cannot step away from uh, the antitrust uh, regulations that they tend to like step on. and, and Yes, squash.
2: exactly. Now, I have a question. How much do you think um, the fine amounted to?
1: I'm gonna guess somewhere in a million,
2: million mark. Yeah, keep going up. It just million is not oh, enough. <laughs> okay, let's go tens so, of millions. So, one hundred fourteen point <laughs> seven million euros. Wow. Uh, if we convert that into U.S. dollars, it's one hundred thirty point
1: zero four million. Oh yeah, they're hitting these guys hard.
2: And uh, fifty-eight point six million euros for Amazon, and one hundred thirty-four point five million euros. Uh, it's, which is 68.7 respectively um for the other companies so it wasn't just one you got apple was the first one and amazon for the second so they got they got dipped over 200 maybe even close to close to 250 million not quite euros
1: wow <laughs> that is insane uh yeah, he I hope they learn <laughs> because uh, those funds are just gonna keep keep coming every time they break a rule.
2: It, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens but like I said Italy usually doesn't play politics they they if you owe them money uh they're very similar to the government. They don't really play games with you uh they don't play political games with you they just they want their money you know. They don't care if you don't have any business. They don't care if something's wrong. Sometimes they'll work with you, but at the end of the day, they just want their money. And uh, Italy reminds me uh, of that uh, similar philosophy. That, you know, they just—they're all business. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it just means that Italy doesn't get themselves uh, involved in things they shouldn't be. They—they kind of mind their business. So Italy Italy and Apple handed a 225 million in antitrust that that's what so they're saying with all the calculations and back because they're, they're they're wrapping it in kind of so Italy finds Amazon and Apple they, they did sum it up because apparently mm-hmm. those numbers were not exactly correct from what I saw in the original sheet 230 million alleged reseller Wow so over an alleged reseller collusion. This yeah. happened following an investigation into reselling of Apple and um, Beats Kit on Amazon's Italian e-commerce marketplace. Oh, so it came from the e-com e- place. Mm. Yeah, you know, I feel that um, they're another one. You know, they they just do whatever they have to do to make their money, but... I can't see them as a company that has a high level of ethics, at least not from my experiences.
1: No, we, we have yet to come across something that they actually do that's morally right.
2: And, you know, they'll say anything you tell them when they're in the news. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, they just really don't talk from just one side of the mouth. They talk from at least two, maybe more. That's very true. So, you know, very, very interesting, you know, what, what's been happening and, and, you know, and what's going on. But I think we'll just kind of have to see, you know, what what's going to happen, because we've said this before, Marcus, that all these companies from Facebook, Amazon and people we don't even know, they're all um, they're all basically, um, you know, they're all basically there, you know, what I'm saying. And Mm -hmm. I I think I think that's the problem um, because of that whole reason. And I think people need to understand that, um, you know, if we've said this before, if you get your hand caught in the cookie jar, you're going to get in trouble. Don't we know that yet or no?
1: I don't think they believe it, though.
2: Well, so are they doing this now? Italy doesn't Italy's not trying to set an example. Italy wants their money. I mean, this this is not like another country. It was another country. I would say, you know, they're trying to set an example, but Italy doesn't need to set an example. Italy's just trying to do what they need to do. That's what they're doing at the end of the day. They're just trying to do what they need to do. And they want to get their money back. And if they're owed money, then they need, they need to get that money back.
1: That's very true. Yeah, I think you're right on the right mark with that remark. And it's really going to be interesting to continue to observe what's happening over there uh, overseas.
2: So I'll have to just kind of see what happens. But I think they just want to get what's done. I think what they do want to maybe say is that if something's going on, I think the only message that they might be trying to say is, Hey, no other company better attempt this. Because I feel if they let this get off and somebody finds out about it, that's going to be a big issue.
1: Oh, yeah, that'd be blown. Uh, The the cover on that will be blown. There there will not be any cover to tighten and seal that type of activity happening when smaller companies maybe be fined to the point where they should be in prison rather than (laughs) receiving the fine.
2: Uh, It's funny how they make all these uh, pathways that don't seem to normally exist, and it's like they create these special entry points and exits that just get destroyed as soon as they're done.
1: That's right. That's right. It's like getting on a bad roller coaster. You're going up the stairs, and it looks nice, but after a while, you're like, man, this is terrible. This is just <laughs> it's just a bad decision.
2: And I have a special as our last uh, story. I wanted to keep this a secret from all of you. Um, the U.S. athletes and I quote have told we're told to use burner phones at Beijing's Winter Olympics. Uh, why? Because of concerns of surveillance and malicious software. So the United States Olympic and the Paralympic Committee, and I quote, is telling athletes to ditch their personal phones for burners ahead of next month's Winter Olympics in China, according to the report from the Wall Street Journal. They sent this out twice. Uh, Every device, communication, transaction, and online activity may be monitored. That's pretty terrible. It is. It is. Oh, man. But even if the athletes use their burner phones to surf the net.
0: Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303 292 9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.
2: They um, might not get unlimited access like they do with their regular phone. No, they're not. And back in 2008, China promised to offer spectators, journalists, and athletes unrestricted access to the web um, since the great uh, firewall of China currently blocks a number of popular websites, not to mm-hmm. mention uh, in the country, like Google, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Netflix, and more. Did you know they're all? blocked in China?
1: Oh, yeah. That's very, very much a true fact. And I have yeah.
2: to, to say, China, unfortunately, did not follow through on their promise. Journalists could not get online, and they had to have their own devices, including the BBC uh, China and a number of Hong Kong newspapers as well as the site for human rights organization amnesty international Mm -hmm. that's what that's what they even said so it was a source right from them so um i think right now what we're seeing is that they're trying to be careful but my feeling about the olympics is that they're trying to use this as a hot point right um i would say they're gonna try to cause any COVID issues but I wouldn't be a bit surprised if somebody's going to try to grab some data on somebody. It's not nice to say. Possibly steal their identity.
1: You know, that happens quite, quite a bit, uh, a lot. And that can be very easily done, especially with like the type of technology that exists. You just walk up to somebody and boom, you got what you need and you're out of there.
2: Yeah, that, that's terrible, isn't it?
1: It is. It's, it's devastating,
2: and a lot of people don't even know, uh, you know how this works. You know, somebody could send you a text. You click on that text. You don't know what you're clicking. You go to a website, and bam, you just suddenly ran something that may uh, actually uh, grab information on your phone. Yeah, Did and that's yeah, yeah.
1: That's something you have warned about in previous episodes, and I think it's really good to urge. Uh, that same message to the audience. That's good.
2: I want to give you a truthful fact. There are about 4.8 million identity thefts and fraud reports received by the FTC. And that was in 2020 and 45% were from 3.3 million in 2019. Wow. Mostly due to a 113% increase in identity theft complaints. So in the 2020 year, 1.4 million complaints were for identity theft up, from 651,000 in 2019. You think that problem is growing? I do. Yes,
1: increasingly growing problem.
2: And so I think it becomes an issue where, you know, they try to masquerade, they try to get you to click something, but even if they don't, they send you something and say, oh gee, click here, click there. Or, you know, you think it's something with your phone and, and you don't realize that a text is gonna send you to a website. That could potentially steal information from your phone this is very true this is why you want to make sure that you're on the latest patch for those of you that are for those of you that are using uh the apple phone uh just to let you know the latest patch right now uh, and uh the latest patch just to make sure i'm up to date uh they, they haven't changed it in a while but i will tell you that they've been pushing out more and more updates um more than I have seen in a while. And I think it's because of these security things.
1: Yeah, it's so, gotta be.
2: So we are right now on 15.2.1. And if you don't have that, you could potentially have um, some open doors uh, into your phone uh, from Java, etc. That could leave you feeling like a victim
1: yeah, those cameras get pretty crafty and that's man that's terrible
2: it is and the thing is most people you know going to a game you don't think somebody's gonna gonna basically hack your identity you wouldn't expect that right right i was talking to a lady uh, a few weeks ago and i told her we have a great solution of this you know what she did she was challenging me asking me how do you know you have the best one i said we do i said we designed the security for wall street he says, well, how do you know it's the best? Well, Wall Street's pretty much top of the line. Yeah, well, how do they know? Meanwhile, she's selling an identity service for $19.99. I said, well, that's nice, but that's not going to save you when your whole network's been hacked. That might protect your identity, but it's not going to save your information to possibly clone your identity. It's not it's not that simple where you just say, hey, you know, you get one of these services and they protect you, which, yes, but a lot of damage markers could be done before that's even discovered. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these services, I'm not going to mention any specifically, but they have these people that don't speak English. They're overseas and they're reading a script. And that's it. That and some program is behind protecting your identity. I don't feel very comfortable about that
1: that's not safe at all <laughs> I think you got a safer time just jumping off a building
2: yeah I mean some of the ones like yeah. the the major uh, credit bureaus you're probably better off with them right. than a lot of these companies we see I don't want to call them fly-by nights but you know they start 99 29 99 and then uh, you know you have a question and they can't help you uh, they can only help you with your account um, you want to do something else? Oh, we'll have to check on that. And it's like they just—I don't know. When I think of customer or client services, I think of somebody that actually can do something for me.
1: Yeah, not good, well-versed script readers.
2: That's what I say to the lady. I had one the other day, and I said, "I said, could you please do me a big favor and stop reading the script?" Uh, I'm sorry about that one. Which one? Uh, that one. So where were we? No, I said, stop reading the script. Okay. You want a supervisor? Stop reading the script. And and they don't get it. And then sometimes, you know, they get very defensive and I say to them very nicely, look, with all due respect, I understand you're reading the screen. I don't want to talk to you. If you're just reading the screen, I want to talk to somebody who can help me. So please do me the biggest favor. Don't placate me. I'm trying to be as nice and as courteous as I can be. You know what the lady told me? She said, well, you're actually being very rude.
1: Hmm. You being rude, but you're the customer.
2: It's, uh, it's absolutely crazy. Well, Marcus, we are at the top of another hour again. I don't know where our time goes. Uh, I do want to, um, thank everybody for coming tonight. Um, you know, there's, lots of great um, topics we have coming up this year, but I do want to announce a brand new show on transformingradio.com. If you go to shows uh, on the site and you scroll down to inspiration with you, um, I'm the host of that show. And every single day I actually uh, do a live stream and then, and then we uh, actually, uh, you know, save those files so you can replay them later. And um, like the one that we were doing last week, I believe was, uh, I think it was something like uh, how to handle a liar or liar behavior. Uh, uh, There's another one uh, that I think we're just finishing up today. Today's the last day of it. And that is how and why to show gratitude in your life. You know, and I think about it, Marcus, a lot of these things that I'm sharing with people, if people just take time and listen to what's being said, there's so much you can do with your life. And I think if that resonates with people, because a lot of people I know want a purpose. They want to know why they're here. They want to be able to do stuff, but for whatever reason they can't. And that's not really anyone's fault, but the person, because once you say can't, you are actually saying you don't want it. Yeah. And you're shutting down the universe's ability to bring it to you. We've talked about law of attraction before. You're just saying, okay, I don't want it. I don't want the money. I don't want the relationship. I don't want the success. Mm. As soon as you make an excuse, right? I've said this before. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And yeah. if you're not willing to understand, and I always tell people this, look, if you can't do something right now, it's like, look. I understand what would it look like when I do it, or how can I do this? Not, I can't do this today, okay? What do I need? Show me what I need to know. Universe, show me what I need to know to solve this problem. You need to start thinking that way and not, oh, I can't do this. I don't have the clue, okay? I am a little lost today, and I need some guidance on where I can find help. You always got to finish it. You can't start with, I can't, or things like that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you have uh, an uh, idea for a show, reach out to us at jmore.com. If you'd like to be a guest, click on Reach Out Today. Apply through our automated uh, podcast booking system, where we'll vet you as a guest uh, pre-interview after you pitch us. If we like your pitch, we'll accept you for a pre-interview. If not, we will thank you, because we can't bring everyone online. We want great educational people. And uh, if you have a product that you'd like us to um, unbox, let me know. But definitely check out the brand new show that released on Transform uh, U Radio just a few weeks ago, Uh, Inspirations for Your Life. I know it's pretty catchy, and the topics we're coming up are pretty interesting. And if you're looking to become a guest on that show, um, we are open to that as well. It has been an amazing evening, Marcus. Very grateful And it's a privilege and a pleasure to be with everyone here tonight on Transform uh, U Radio Network and here, of course, on the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show in 2022. I guess we got to wish everyone a wonderful weekend. So have yourself a great weekend, everyone. And remember, come back next week. But you don't just have to come back next week. You can go to Transform U Radio right now and you can start watching all that great inspiration. I know you want to become better. You don't have to wait till next Friday. There's so much great goodness that I pump out every single day. Mm -hmm. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Jay Moore Weekly Technology Show, where we answer your questions about how technology is supposed to work and sometimes why you have challenges getting it to work that way. For more IT support and tips, just text IT support to 111 That's IT support to 881, and you'll get tips on technology. I'll see you next week right here on the Jaymore Tech Talk show. Remember, jmor.com